What do you think of when you hear the word attendance? Do you think of students, of empty desks, of notes from a parent? Those are probably what many people might envision. But today, our story deals with something else. We all face challenges with student attendance in school systems, but it's also with teacher attendance. And while there are a variety of reasons for that, we wanted to look for ways to encourage our employees to be at work every day that it was possible. Today, we visit a school district in Georgia to find out what they're doing to make sure teachers are in the classroom every day. While we we have great substitutes who come in, we all know that the quality of the instruction is certainly impacted when the teacher is not there. This is the podcast for leaders in K-12, in which we bring you stories from people who are tackling age-old issues with new ideas. Every episode, we take you on a journey to a different school system and speak with superintendents, principals, HR directors, those who work in instruction and beyond to see what they're doing to impact teachers and students. From Frontline Education, you're listening to Field Trip. My guest today is Dr. Cecilia McClune, Human Resources Director at Jeff Davis County Schools in Georgia. Cecilia, we're glad to have you with us today. Well, good morning. Thank you. Jeff Davis County Schools is located in rural South Georgia. The district has about 3,200 students and five schools. We call it a one-horse town, um, one school for every level. Very, as I said, a rural area. Uh, Timber is the main crop here, so to speak, the main uh, employer, and actually the school system is, I think, the largest employer here. We have a high unemployment rate, and our parent population, we have a number of parents who did not finish high school, so we have some challenges in that area, but we have excelled in many areas and, and overcome many of those challenges. Today we are talking about the issue of attendance, and specifically, I mean teacher attendance. Is is this a challenge that you face at Jeff Davis? Yes, it is. Um, you know, I think we all face challenges with student attendance in school systems, but it's also with teacher attendance. And while there are a variety of reasons for that, we wanted to look for ways to encourage our employees to be at work every day that it was possible. What impact does teacher attendance or uh, teacher absenteeism more specifically have on your budget? Oh, it's a huge impact for us. Um, We contract with an outside agency to provide our substitutes. And so there's a premium attached to the amount that we pay so that that to pay that agency. Um, But every day a teacher's out, it costs us in our local budget. We're only allowed in Georgia uh, about $100 per teacher per year for substitutes. And so that that doesn't cover but about one day. And most employees miss far more than, than one day in a school year. But even more important, Cecilia said, is the impact that teacher absences have on the education students receive. That's probably a bigger concern than budget. While budget is definitely always a concern, um, it, it is more important to us to focus on having those teachers in the classroom providing that quality instruction every day. While we, we have great substitutes who come in, we all know that the quality of the instruction is certainly impacted when the teacher is not there. And so we really are looking for ways to make sure that we keep those teachers in the classroom as much as possible. 
How did you come to realize that teacher attendance was an issue? Is this something you can just see? Are you looking at data? What brought this to the forefront of your attention? Well, I think we've we've talked about this. It's kind of become a growing problem over the years, and it, it's a growing problem for, for all workplaces. As the leadership at Jeff Davis County Schools looked at this issue, they realized that they were able to pull data from their absence management system, they use frontline absence and time, and get a view of what was going on in their district that they hadn't had before. And as we began to do that and realize the power we had with the data that provided, we were able to change our conversation from we think we have an attendance problem to, okay, this is our problem. So we pulled data to look at year-to-year comparisons um, and month-to-month comparisons so that it's no longer a conversation of, well, we believe that we have this issue. Instead, um, it's very tangible, and then that way we can target Uh, Whether it's a certain time of year, a certain population, or whatever it is, we can target it by looking at the data. Cecilia and her team look at year-over-year data by month. They can see trends and dips in teacher attendance when, say, flu season hits. And it gives them a way to tell if attendance is rising or dropping. But what about their teachers? Is attendance on their radar? And how do they think about the impact it has when they're out of the classroom? I truly think that people did not understand. And so another kind of prong of our approach this year on um, the attendance topic with staff is that our superintendent had a brief conversation with all staff members in our system-wide meeting at the beginning of the year. And we actually provided them with some data that showed them for last school year the amount of money that we paid out to the contracted agency for substitutes and the amount of money that we actually, quote, earned from the state for substitutes and the difference in that. And I think when they saw those dollar values and they saw the number of absences that had occurred, it really made them realize that there is a huge financial impact. Maybe they've thought about the instructional impact, but I don't believe they had thought about the financial impact. And knowing that all of that extra money came out of our local budget and could have been redirected into other areas definitely seemed to make an impact. Did you get any direct feedback? Can you tell me what any of the teachers might have said when they saw this information? Definitely. I think uh, when we left that meeting even that day, people stopped and said to me even, uh, you know, look, Celia, I, I had no idea that we had all these absences. And, you know, some of those people who made that comment were individuals who have no absences. Hmm. And so part of this is peer pressure. Um, I think when we all become very aware of an issue, those of us who are compliant can have conversation with those who may not be as compliant and encourage them to become more compliant. So people came to my superintendent, they came to me, I even had emails. And I think even throughout the year, um, when I've been in meetings, I've been able to make comments and people have made comments back to say, you know, how's that going? And so month by month, our superintendent is emailing out to the staff to follow up from that system-wide meeting so that it wasn't just a one-and-done topic. He is emailing out the data so that we all know where we stand compared to last year and have we made any improvement in this area. So step one, showing people the data so that they can see the real effect that it has when teachers are out of the classroom. But they didn't stop there. Step two, provide incentives. 
you really have to think outside the box on on things these days because we don't have a tremendous amount of resources at our disposal. So what we tried to do this year was provide a financial incentive for attendance. And, you know, you have to be very careful with your retirement system guidelines in the way that you set this up so that it doesn't impact retirement pay in any way. But we were able to set up a $15,000 pot, so to speak, of money. And any person this year, any staff member who is full-time, who has four or less absences that are sick or personal leave, um, is going to be included in that pot and we'll divide that money out. And so it's been really interesting every month when Dr. Rents provides that data out via email and in meetings talks about it, everybody's calculating what the piece of the pie is, and that, especially those who are still in there. So that's been very interesting for us. So there's a $15,000 pot. And at the end of the year, any teacher with four or fewer absences gets a share of that money. And Cecilia said it has turned into a bit of a competition. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like I don't need to be out anymore because I am sitting at four absences. And if I have one more, I'm going to lose my share of the 15000 And, of course, those who are still in are excited when others fall out of the pot. So you have to be um, good-natured about that. And we're going to evaluate that at the end of the year and decide, you know, do we think that really had an impact and did it impact enough that can we make the pot larger next year? Um, you know, we're going to say how much money did we save this year? Hopefully this was due in part to this attendance incentive and can we increase the pot next year? Talk to me a little bit more about how you're keeping people on the same page about where they're at with their absences. Do you have leaderboards or somehow keep score? No, we don't. And, you know, that's a really great idea that we've been tossing around because it, this is kind of the first year, my first year in this role. So we've been kind of working on this and we're saying, how can this evolve? And I think that's um, that is something that we've talked about doing for next year. We definitely want to find the balance because you don't want people to feel pressure to come to work when they truly are sick. That's not our intent. So we want to find a balance. But we do think that we might can kind of increase the healthy competition um, on that and even maybe have it a, you know, a school by school board with data on there to show, you know, what the attendance looks like at that point. This seems like a remarkably simple solution. You tell your teachers this is what absenteeism is costing us. You set up a competition where for a relatively small amount of money, you're able to incentivize people to to reduce their own absences, to be at school. How did it go? What are you seeing as a result of this work? Well, I think we've been really pleased, and, and, and I think you did kind of pick up on awareness is the first piece. And maybe we had not done a good job of making people aware. Sometimes we make the assumption that they know that it's costing us, um, for example, in this situation. And when you provide hard numbers, that awareness piece is great. But what we have seen, as I kind of mentioned a little earlier, is month by month, we have definitely seen increases, uh, excuse me, decreases in absenteeism. Some months compared to last year, we've had a, a higher percentage, you know, 35% less absences in a month. Um, and some of them have definitely been lower. For example, I think it was January this year that was a really tough month for us with sickness. And so our January data from this year to, to last year, uh, we still had an improvement, but it wasn't, I think it was around 10% at that point. However, then we stepped back 
and look at the big picture and we have looked at the cumulative data. So we're still sitting 20-something percent decrease in absences of personal and sick from this school year compared to last school year. And we just, we think that's great. I, I don't know what percentage we had hoped to gain, but I don't think that I would have hoped 20%. Uh, and and it, we have done that so far. We'll keep doing that until the end. Um, and then we're going to make kind of a big deal out of we're coming up with how we're going to present that uh, money and how we can show that off to showcase that to our entire staff so that, that it'll be an awareness piece again. And then look at how we can do it next year and hopefully continue to see improvement. I'd like to look at the financial impact that this effort has had. First of all, how much do substitutes cost you each year? Well, last year in our district, um, when we pulled that data, I think we spent about $209,000 for substitutes. Okay. And so you made this investment of about $15,000 for the pot that will get divided up at the end of the year. What do you expect that to yield? What financial benefit do you expect that to yield over the course of this year, do you think? Um, First of all, if we even came out even, if we gained $15,000 and gave $15,000 out, then we have put teachers in classrooms many more days and the quality of instruction has improved and then student performance will improve. You know, that's the chain. So even Mm -hmm. if we washed out, we would be happy. I hope at this point um, that we'll at least have gained about $20,000 after paying out the money, Mm -hmm. Uh, the the benefit there. It could be um, more than that. It's a little difficult, you know, because the amount the substitute costs us is based on the amount of college the substitute has um, completed. So one substitute costs us less than another, and it varies. So, you know, that's a little bit hard to figure. You know, looking at that 209000 if we finished out with a 20% decrease in that, then you can calculate the numbers there and then subtract out the 15000 And we still have saved local money for the district and had teachers in the classroom more days. And have you been able to see an impact yet this year having teachers in the classroom more frequently? Well, I think um, you know we don't have a we don't have any achievement data per se yet because we'll be doing all our state testing actually ne- next week, but I think it's been very very beneficial and it's it's also uh, you know the climate um, and the culture in the schools is impacted by this because when when the teachers are there doing the work and collaborating with their peers, um, it's certainly a much better situation than when they're not. I really want to ask what you've learned, and maybe a better way to phrase it would be, next year, will you do this again? And if so, what sort of things do you think you would do the same, and what might you change? Okay. Well, I think definitely um, we're going to do something next year. As we we all should do, we, we are going to go back and really analyze um, the data we're going to look at what did we what money wise did we save, and then you know how many days less of absences did we have, and what what do we think that did in the classroom, and then it, definitely we're going to do something. We are going to toy around with the dollar amount. I think we want to try to pull some teachers um, across the district and ask them their perception on this, and maybe see what kind of ideas they had, and then definitely do some things a little bit different. One thing, as you've already mentioned, is even looking at some type of competition within schools or or some way to have a leaderboard, that kind of thing. But when I look at my data right now, from July 1 to March 31st, at this moment, we've had about 560 less days 
of sick and personal leave taken by staff members across the district, and this is not just teachers, but across the district. And if you were to calculate that 560 days out, you know, an eight-hour typical day, that's a lot of time that we've had people on the job doing their work that we did not have them there the year before. So there's a lot of uh, benefit to this beyond just that financial aspect. And finally, Cecilia said that as they work to solve challenges in education, she knows that good ideas come when people get together. And she would love to hear from leaders at other school districts, too. Because this is just one little idea, and and we certainly, you know, are not uh, reinventing the wheel with this. But I think we just have to step back, and and I think we find ourselves sometimes, um, especially in our leadership meetings and things, talking about our issues, and we we think that they can't um, get any better. And attendance is certainly one of those. It's a societal issue, and it's easy to just say, well, it's just the way it is. But I think for all of us, the challenge is to step back and say, okay, Maybe it's the way it is, but we have to find ways to improve it. We might not make it better, great, but we can make improvement. And so um, I'd love to hear what other people are doing as well, because this attendance issue is, is something that is not just for he- us here at Jeff Davis. Dr. Cecilia McLoon is the Human Resources Director at Jeff Davis County Schools in Georgia. Uh, Cecilia, thank you again for being with us today. Well, thank you so much. I appreciated the conversation. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere else fine podcasts are served. Field Trip is a production from Frontline Education, bringing you the Frontline Insights platform, a holistic software solution for K-12 designed to help you recruit, hire, engage, retain, and grow your employees and provide unparalleled insights into what's happening in your district. For Frontline Education, I'm Ryan Estes. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.